Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary, it's your girl Cat Daddy. And Jazz the 40 ounce connoisseur. And that was really dramatic. Um, I really sound like one of those soundbite things. I don't really know what was going on. But um, this go-round, we are coming at y'all talking about Starship Troopers. We're going to be covering movies one, two, three. Although you can catch, um, we we eventually want to watch movies four and five. Um, but you can catch all of these films on Tubi for the free. Tubi's that girl. I love on Tubi all the time. For the free. And also the first two are on HBO Max as well. And the third one, honestly, is better than the second one to me. Yes. And the second one had some points. It had some, you know, I'm going to find, you know, it had some. It had me there in the game, coach. But the third one was better than the second. I can't wait to see movies four and five. Yeah. um, I am new to the franchise. I've never seen a Starship Troopers uh, movie at all. I used to see it, you know, come on TV, on TV Guy. Remember TV Guy, (laughs) y'all? That's it. I I miss the TV Guy, actually. I don't even watch I like TV. that scroll channel. I used to leave it on that channel and do other shit in the background. Because then it had those updates. Like at first, remember, it didn't. It just aimlessly like qu- like just scrolled. And then as time went on, like they tried to get interactive. Like, oh, here's a clip of whatever the hell might be coming on TV later. Whatever. I'm like, okay. yay. Here's some trailers, guys. Um, I support it. I support it. I support it. I support it. Uh, but yeah, these things are out here. They're not. They're not terrible. They're actually a decent time. I didn't look at it because this. This was a subgenre I wasn't into. Um, I do like action movies, and this is definitely an action movie. These are action action horror. Where we get into sci fi, mainly action horror. 
Um, but there is quite a bit of gore and body parts, blood, and surprisingly a lot of practical effects. And this first movie has a big ass budget, bitch. Oh, I did not check out the budget. That's one thing my eyes did not gloss over um, when I was peeping for this movie. I was just like, look at all the stuff in Bugs. I want you to guess how much you think the budget is for the first movie. Just throw a number Endless dollars. Well, not endless, because it would have probably looked even better. Uh, $100 million. They spent wow, because I was going to say at least like $50 million, but then I, whoa, okay. Hey, it's no. got a cast. More than Blade. Like, more than Blade, but more Blade. Than Blade. Yeah, because Blade was like fifty something million a budget, like something oh. like that. They did it for half. Uh, granted, this is a large scale, way more characters, way more fight scenes, more explosions, all those bugs and shit, and a lot like their CG. But there's quite a few practical effects involved. Yeah. So it looks good. See, yeah, and you got people who there are a few actors who were names back then, so they paid some people for that first Starship Troopers. Okay, that movie they did. was. It, it's worth the watch. I think one, they're all worth the watch, but one and three are better than two. And I think one is maybe the best one, but I don't know. Three is kind of fun. The way three pans out is wild as hell. I like some, uh, you know, I I agree. I agree. I'm still going to find some things. Like, I do like some of the concepts that was going on with the bugs and like how they were really turning up in movie two. I'm going to give a nod to that. And it, um, but I agree. Progresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, especially because, you know, it 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 basically was the mom to what was later the son, which was in movie three where they had the grenades that look like roly polies. And I was like, bitch, stop playing with me. Um, so, you know, basically the bugs became crafty, y'all, as these movies came on. Okay, uh, uh, progress. My birds are all over the place. We're going to forgive me. Um, I really wish I, we should have pulled our friend Ernest in on this conversation. This was his bag. I failed you. Dexter looking at the picture gift. Me. That's all right. He's coming back for Scream. That's that's fine. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we love a good time. Starship Troopers, let's dive. Oh, let's dive. Before we dive in, um, let's do a spoiler alert for everything. Yes. But also, um, pretty much military movie, army movie, people fighting mm-hmm. bugs. Alien, the bugs are trying to beat our ass. We're trying to beat their ass. And you see that play out in all three movies. That is literally the premise in all the movies. It just progresses as, you know, the world fights against. And then it's not just one world. We end up with different planets. It's the Federation. And it gets big. It gets wild. Um, so, yeah. Burr, burr, burr. Spoiler alert, dog. Watch the movies. They are free right now. Worth a watch. They're a good time. They're definitely worth the watch. Definitely worth your time. Um, The shortest movie is movie two, which is like an hour and a half. The first one and the second one, excuse me, the first one and the third one are about two hours. Um, A little over two hours. Not like two hours, 15 minutes, but they don't surpass that. Um, The first one, sometimes, like, it doesn't really feel like it's over two hours. But also, you know... Maybe it's the nostalgia I have connected to it. I don't know. I told the story a couple times. Like they, sh- I saw this as a kid, like <laughs> sixth grade graduation trip, uh, and it was a good time. I was scared. I, that actually affected me for a while because my mom had turned this on at a later date, and I remember being shook. Like those bugs are fucking scary. Like they had big, giant, like dagger-like piercer mouths that kind of like look like v's the points of v's just like smacking each other 
Um, but imagine like, I don't know, like some sort of triangle, like pyramid situation and being at the tip of each V point and they're just like pincers, like fucking, oh, like a staple remover. There we go. Like a staple remover. Imagine if somebody try to pinch your face off with the motherfucking staple remover. That's how the bugs look. And the bugs want to eradicate all humans. They are tired of this shit. They want humans off of this universe. They are tired. You know, probably what the aliens think about us anyways. Mm-hmm. And we was like, girl, hell no, we won't go. Um, we unfortunately will not lay down and die because, you know, humans, you know, we are, all right, girl, we got, we want at least a hundred years left, bitch. Like, let us just live. So that's it. Let us destroy ourselves in peace. Okay, we're already ruining our goddamn planet. We're definitely going to ruin our shit. We're ruining it up. That's fine. But that's why the bugs bugs and everybody else want us up out of here. Yeah, it's not fine because that's why the bugs are sick of our shit. Also, we be beating bugs ass. I think of Mimic when Mimic, like, they uh, made, like, this. I forgot what they called it. It was a Zeus bug. Some shit. They experimented on the bugs and let them release the motherfuckers. And they, you know, mutated and shit and got real smart and big and shit. And was like, ha, 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 we about to beat your ass. I'm like, no. 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 But this story here. Okay, not going to go in too deep because there are like metaphors and all kinds of other fun shit. If you want to put your little tinfoil hat on, you don't even really need a tinfoil hat. It could be like a tinfoil scholar man hat, maybe like a newsboy hat. No, I hate those hats. Oh my God, please. Okay, maybe like, I don't know, like a fedora, maybe a fedora. Will you accept a fedora today? I'll take the newspaper cap over the fedora. Please. Okay, we were back with the newspaper hat. Why Um, can't they be cowboy hats? Everybody come in with top hat. You, you know, you put the no, I, top hat. You use top hat for professional shit. You have a top hat, a briefcase, and really short. Thing, I am the only one who will be riding into space with a top hat on because <laughs> <laughs> that is motherfucking appropriate. Okay, that's why I didn't want to sign those guys because it wouldn't make sense for their apparel. Now, me on the other hand, <laughs> if I happen to like get involved with the Federation. I would have no one asked me, but here we are. It would have some sort of outfit. I wouldn't even know. I would have had to get drafted, baby, because, bitch. I don't do the army shit. No, fuck that. Y'all fight for this country. What is this? I pay taxes. No. That's my duty. I pay taxes. And this is no offense to people who decide to be in that line of work. I have some colleagues who are in that line of work. And you know what? We all understand that it's your choice. I cannot do that, baby. But if I did end up on the ship for whatever reason... I will definitely have on a top hat. That's what that's going to be a part of my fit. My fit is cowboy hat. Definitely giving them yeehaw energy, bitch. I am here. Love to see it. Um, did you know Blumhouse is about to do a yeehaw ass movie, like a country kind of? Hey, starring who? who? I, I forgot who who was in it. I somebody um, sent me uh, the poster in our group chat, and it's, it's definitely on some some Western diva shit. And I'm I definitely want to see it. I'm like, y'all got Reba in here. What y'all got in here? Who y'all got in here? Let me see. Western diva shit, yeehaw ass movie. I just wanted to repeat those sentences back, um, <laughs> because that is where I currently lie. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna live through you um in regards to figuring out what happens in those movies. I don't know. If, if it's given lifetime, I might tune in. That's all I gotta say. I love a lifetime movie, bitch. I don't give a fuck. I love those movies that are kind of lifetime. 
Uh, but I don't know what it's going to be like, but I'm tuning in. Although Blumhouse knows how to fuck up someone's culture a lot of times. Mm. They know how to reach in. Now, sometimes they really produce great movies, but then there's a lot of movies. It's like the fashion. I talked about this. Like It's like the fashion over a horror. They just like making shit. Now, sometimes the shit just hits. Like a fashion Jazz, over got hit. But it's fast please fashion. Stop. It's fast horror. No, they keep doing like, we got to pump shit out every two weeks, bitch. And whether it's good or bad, here you got a movie, bitch. Turn in. Get your popcorn. I'm like... I, Okay. You're absolutely right when it comes to, you know, fast, like doing that fast fashion shit when it comes to films. However, I'm still screaming internally <laughs> at the Fashion Nova horror <laughs> You've seen it. Do you know Fashion Nova sent me a text message on 420 talk about some deals? I was like, girl, what is this? This is not a holiday holiday. What are you? Girl, get the fuck up my face trying to get me to buy some clothes. They try to get to the smutty girl. They wanted to test you. They wanted to see where you was at for the day. Good thing, girl. You passed the test. Congratulations. Girl, I'm at work. Don't be sending me no message talking about some sale. It's not even a Friday, bitch. Get the fuck out of my face. They wanted you to think about this in advance. You know, they get that afterpay popper. <laughs> girl, that shit was Maybe funny. Maybe you said fuck your job that day. They don't know. I thought that shit was hilarious. Because I was like, y'all really sent me a... A say like it's President's Day or some shit. It's not even. <laughs> That's a wild as hell. Try to get you caught up, but yeah, the fashion over a horror. So, okay, um, let's get into this cast real quick. The Starship Girl. Troopers cast. There are so many faces on here. You got Denise Richards. Yes. You got Jake Busey, the son of Gary Busey. I be seeing him in all the movies. Ginger Girl. Day Man. Silver yeah, there Bullet. you go. What else should do do do? Um, you got Neil Patrick Harris, who's in like damn near everything. Clancy Brown, you don't, who y'all love. Um, you got a whole bunch of oh, you got a uh, Rue. You you got Rue McClanahan from Golden Girls. Um, you got Dean Norris from who was in Bacon Breaking Bad. He was in all kinds of other stuff. I Listen, Michael Ironside, also Seth uh, Gillum. Isn't he in like uh, Walking Dead now? I feel like he is. Where are you laughing at? Yes. I think they are. <laughs> uh, whoo. But this movie is directed by Paul Her- Mr. Paul V. <laughs> I, as soon as I looked at the last name, because I was about to think about it, I was like, you know what? Mr. Paul. It is Mr. Verhoeven? Paul V. And he... Yep. That's all I got. I'm going to try. I tried. Yep. Sorry if I mispronounced your name, dude. I apologize. I'm trying to put some respect on it. But this is a movie. It came out in 1997. Um, it's giving you, like Jazz said, like a sci-fi horror action film. Very action-packed. I don't really watch action films. But if it's a sci-fi action, I might tune in. If it gives you a little dabble of horror, like if it, if it teeters back and forth, which it always sometimes does, I'm tuning in. I'm sorry, y'all. I I am an action horror bitch. I love a fight scene. I love, especially when people are fighting with the hands. If y'all have not seen The Raid, The Raid 2, The Raid 2, watch it right now. But action films tend to be all over two hours. Like, Blade is an action horror action situation. Two hours. Like, but you don't feel it because it's the fight scenes. They always have, like, at least three to four fight scenes. And that takes up, like you know, 15 minutes or so of the movie, each fight scene themselves. Like, that's like a damn hour. Then they got to actually give you plot other than people just beating people ass throughout the movie. So they got to lay down the plot, but then they also got to fight. So I feel like that's why the movies are usually extendo. 
Yeah, I feel like um, I wish I was more into action films, which is why I really get geeked up when I found like an action horror that I really, especially when it's a sci-fi action horror, like I'm really into it. Um, Because fortunately, such unfortunately for me, it's like action movies, I have to like tune myself out because, you know, very much child of the 80s, 90s. Like it's usually some sort of cop situations, a lot of explosions. The cars are so big. They (laughs) trying to hit the corners, but they they slide all around. And I'm into that in small dosages. I'm into that in all day dosages. I could watch the cars explode and chaotic. The cars don't even post to explode. The cars be bumping in each other's real soft and then all you see is boom. Like that. Bruh, and I'm like, did y'all put gasoline on these? Did you blow up dynamite underneath the car? What the fuck is this? Yes. So much explosion. The gas tank ain't even, they had a front end collision. Why Why is the car exploding? Listen, I, you know, like, like I said, in small notes, like, I have to be in a mood. But this movie here, like, this is a movie that I feel like has good replayable value. Yes. Um... I can put this movie on right now just for shits and gigs in the background. I know there's somebody who's probably like, right. But no, seriously, I can throw this on. Like, at one point, this was on Netflix, and I was really excited about it because I hadn't seen it in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, especially given the nature of what happens in when we're in movie one, you guys. What happens in this movie? Like, and if you know me, this doesn't really seem like my bag. Like, it's very much a war propaganda film. Yes. Um, it is because I'm not about that war shit. I'm not about that, you know. Oh, we mm, cut cut the cameras, dead ass. Um there's a lot of like political shit going on here i mean it's definitely a parody but also like it's just lol jk question mark question mark question mark i don't know um but it's a good time that's all i gotta say yes and i know that the movies come off big and stupid like these big dumb war movies because there's always a big dumb war movie where it's just soldiers my because people like that we really enjoy some soldiers fighting especially in the 90s people love to see cops and soldiers that was a big old that was a huge thing so it i get it how one is enjoyable and then how people are like oh this movie's gonna be silly but the the satire that i don't even know if it's all intentional or not intentional because it's so silly. It's like, oh, y'all are being silly, but no, this will have, especially living in the year 2022 and I've seen all kinds of wild shit. I'm like, oh my God, this could be the, if aliens were to come down and try to beat our ass, I can absolutely see our country going in the way of, oh, first of all, we're about to draft all these people. Uncle Sam needs you. This feels like all three movies feel like a long continuation of an Uncle Sam needs you campaign. It's really a propaganda campaign for all three movies. Um, and but that will happen if the aliens came down. They're about to make all y'all join the army. They about to use y'all. They got to go under the guise of the Federation or for the Union or for the states or for the America. Fuck yeah, for whoever they're about to get you under this banner and let you, and let you take you know sacrifice your life. To say that you protected motherfuckers under this banner, uh, or protect your families against these people—that's how they always get you. You've protected them. You're protecting everybody. And they do be protected against. I ain't gonna hold you. Soldiers do be protected us, but also the government should not be eating people up the way they be eating people up. Because as you see, they make decisions that cost so many lives. They be like, "Well, now I'm gonna do the next thing." I'm like, "Y'all just killed like a million people, bro. What do you? You just killed like a thousand people. You can't. They're not." 
I mean, but that's their type of time, though. It is their type of time. You're Unfortunately. right. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah. Now, what I did not know, what I just found out was, put out uh, readers, um, this movie is actually based off of a novel. Really? Um, that came out in 1959. Wow. Um, and yeah, so back at uh, Starship Troopers, this is me pulling from the wiki, y'all, because I was reading articles and I was like, I'm going to just pull this whole blurb out because I ain't bring this out my ass. Military sci- science fiction novel um, by Robert A. Henline. Um, it was written um, in a reaction to the U.S. suspending nuclear tests. Um, it was first published as a two-part uh, story situation in the magazine of fan- fantasy and science fiction um, as Starship Soldier. And it was published as a book uh, by G. Putnam Sums in December 1959. Um, so we love fun things like that. That's great. Um, I kind of want to read it. Oh, it's a 263-page paper, paperback book. Um, and it feels, oh, and Johnny Rico is a young man of Filipino descent. Oh, okay. Oh, they white Johnny Rico. That's a white man. That is a Captain America, like, like, because I was wondering, where's he? He has a a booty chain and everything. Y'all know American heroes love a booty chain. I had questions. Um, not even gonna hold you. Yeah. But we're following Mr. Johnny. As he, um, you know, it's a it's a coming of age story too. If you really want to think about it in this particular universe, um, it ooh, is. Ooh. Um, but Johnny is, you know, he's going through school, and you realize that all these people, um, at this point, you get through school, and while you're in school, you are learning to prepare to fight for the Federation. You are doing either this lane, whether you're on the ground, you're doing some air shit. You doing some local shit. You doing something, but we all signing up because the bugs is ready to whip our ass. They really about this pro, like this this pro federation shit. It's really crazy. Um, and then you so you're following Johnny and his girl Carmen, and you watch this. Let's talk about this relationship real quick. Carmen, who is played by Denise Richards, at first she and Johnny, you know, are like high school lovers. They're like, yes, girl, this is what's going on. And as these different situations go along and they get on these ships and they go to these different, um, uh, they have different assignments. Like first they're assigned, they're assigned together, but you know, um, Carmen decides that, you know, she wants to take a different route. She wants to get on like, she wants to fly ships. She's really into flying ships and she's really good at flying ships too. Um, and so when she's doing this, like, you know, Johnny is more like a foot soldier. He's on the ground. He's trying to get it, work his way up on the ranks. And they're just following two different paths. It's like, you know, if you want to break it down, somebody in army, somebody in, what is it? The Navy somebody and somebody in, in the Air Force. And somebody in intelligence, pretty much. Yeah. Like one of their friends, Neil Patrick Harris, um, he is like the super, he was like, I'm going to help um, their friend Carl. I'm going to help make decisions and stuff. Because yep. you all see them go down different ways and you see where it takes them. Also, it's fucked up that people don't reach certain scores because I feel like you're taking these IQ performance tests and all this stuff. If you score lowly, they're just going to throw you out in the front lines to get shot the fuck up. And they take the people they consider valuable to the top where they're more protected or, you know, less likely to die positions. And I'm like, geez, America. That seems like something they would do. Take an F2 test and shit like that. So you can um be all that you can be, unfortunately. Oh. Oh. Well, uh, let's talk about what Carmen decided to be. I will say that I like that Carmen chose herself. 
that she really didn't have to like, you know, I got to be signed up to a man. Yes, yes, it's that kind of podcast. Because usually in stories like this, they make, you know, you, they make the person like, or the femme kind of character change their job and go do whatever the bae wants to do and live in somebody else's dream. And I like that she did not go that route. Yeah, I do like that. She was like, you know what? I want to make this my life. I want to make this my career. I want to be a pilot. That's what I want to do. I don't think we about to go together. And that's it. And I do like that Johnny didn't give her that much shit about it for the first Like, you know, in a lot of movies, yeah. it's like, oh, fuck you. He was like, damn, I got broken. He got broken up with in front of everybody, too. Yeah. Because it was, was all crazy. his business. Because they was mooning niggas and, you know, doing wild, playing violin and shit all on his calls. But then when they broke up, he was like, oh, man. Okay. Anybody say shit. They just all looked down and was like, well, we're not about to joke about, joke around with you about this. You're clearly in a bad fucking mood. And he still just, they do their job pretty much. But also, I do like that she made the choice to be like, fuck it. I'm about to, you know, be a different person. Right. Right, right. Um, Let's also talk about, okay, so Johnny's following on his path. You know, he's going up through the ranks. He's finding his, making his way. He's making a name for himself. Um, He's a foot soldier right now. He's still kind of resistant. He's really missing his family at home. And, you know... It's getting crazy with these motherfucking bugs, bugs, bruh. See, another tongue twister. Ooh, ah. Um, he's in, while he's away at training, right? Everybody's getting it out here to get into the ranks. I'm not 100% familiar with military things. That's not my bag, y'all. So go ahead and drag me in the comments if you want to. Um, but, you know, I know that they out here getting ready. And while they're getting ready, there's a side scene where Johnny is talking to his parents on the camera. The, um the video chat and i want you to know the year is 1997 and for the young people in the front because i've just made myself sound like i'm 55 i'm not at this time and i really had no cell phones for real so it's really interesting to see what they painted as the future and their video chat um uh capabilities because i was cracking up i wrote about notes the at&t global communication when you get this split screen and i wanted to yell out zeta sapias because it was really given xenon at the same time so I'm assuming all these things take place in the same universe. Um, and Rico is talking to his parents. And while he's talking, the background gets kind of dark. Um, and the camera goes out because y'all, guess what? The bugs then pulled up on Buenos Aires. That's where they from. All they family back home. Fuck them niggas. Ah, blew that shit up. And I said, damn, that's crazy. I also think that. This is where the satire, but not the satire comes in. We're talking about one of y'all already whitewashers thing. You're talking about Buenos Aires. Where the motherfuckers ain't near lick of Spanish. Y'all done globalize this shit. The whole base is in English now. I'm like, you can at least see people around them speaking Spanish at least. Damn. I'm like, you in, you in Argentina? And I knew no, I was the Argentina, like there, there's a history of, especially when we talk about, um, was it uh, La Casa de Lobo? Remember we mm-hmm. talked about that movie? I think that was mm-hmm. like that little commune situation. I believe it was mm-hmm. Argentina. And I can see them having white people intertwined. I can see maybe some of those using fair skinned people for this mission. Right. But I, I can see that as well. See y'all just having this American led shit unless we're in a point in history or a situation where they just took over because now that the aliens have attacked it, attacked America has used that as an excuse to pretty much place fields and shit everywhere and we Americanizing everything and it I'm well, like mm. I mean it kind of but are you that shocked though Jazz no I'm not like, shocked you, okay I'm not shocked I'm just like oh people are thinking this is a silly movie and they're it's not smelly, reading. Man. 
They're not reading some of this. I'm like, um, this is very okay. But again, I still enjoy the movie. I just think that this is very on par with what might happen if the aliens were to come down with beating our ass. I think the Mm -hmm. countries with more power would definitely go to other places and be like, let me start slowly sleeping my fingers into this shit and using this tragedy and this shit to like do some shit I want to do, which happens and you'll see it happening throughout the movies when people get power and they start doing wild shit for it. Um, but yeah, this shit is wild. I mean, the aliens haven't even fully taken off their robes yet right now. And, you know, we're already going through other things, not necessarily to this mass or this magnitude. Um, but they, people are already showing their ass. You know what they like to do. They like to turn around and show their whole booty hole. Um, I want to talk really quickly about the transitions that happen in not just this movie, but all the movies and how it looks like, like an ad. Like, it's always, like, some yes. sort of propaganda real, like, oh, I love it. you see me doing this thing? Like, I'm um, right now, I'm thinking about, and in the background, there's the real where um, it's like, oh, scroll here to check this thing. And Neil Patrick Harris turns around, and he's shooting the bugs. And he's like, yeah, let me show you how to do this thing. Bow. And then the next scene, the kids are A-Town stomping all the Madagascar hidden cockroaches. And I'm not even going to hold you. Stomp them niggas out. Stomp them out <laughs> right now. Oh Stomp on them. Spray them down. Stop. Kill them with fire. Makes me want That's what dance. I don't do roaches. Stop. So I'm going to hold you. When they put that propaganda joint up, they me. Oh, yeah, girl. Get them out. They are jumping the bugs, bro. The way they're stomping them, Bet. like, it's sending me to hit. You know, like, in the rap videos where they used to have the yeah. camera at the bottom and you just see people foot like you getting jumped. I don't know why that was such a thing, but, I mean... I kind of miss it. I don't know. But they were definitely stomping on the bugs. And this happens again throughout the whole thing. You even see parts throughout the film where they're like, join now. Join the Federation. Give us some money. Like at the bottom, donate here. Or, you know, by reading, watching this or clicking this, you accept X amount of terms. Like they are cranking up the, you know abuse of power and the propaganda and the like siphoning children and people in through school into hate bugs. Our only good, good bug is a dead bug. Like they were, I was like, Oh, this, uh, but I mean, see? they're trying to put that brainwashing on you as the viewer too. Yeah. And you like a slippery slope, you know, um, y'all just not talking about bugs here. Y'all, y'all shaky, bro. Y'all a little shaky down here. I don't know what y'all be doing behind the closed doors. And you do see what they do later on in other sequels. But this one itself, they're just like, you can see how slapstick y'all quick. They're putting them on military together, just sending people through school. Some of them are just meat bags. Um, And then some of the people who are higher power are not very smart, not very responsible, or they're wild as hell, or they're abusive. A whole lot of shit just be going on with um the military and all that shit especially in these movies because i know it's exaggerated but also if you look into some stories some of them, mm. listen listen i really want to point out as well like the amount of times that you feel you as the viewer feel like you can get how easy it is to get immersed in this story especially because the characters often break the fourth wall Um, because everything is like being recorded, like it's a video, but you never really see the video set up. Like you're just tuned in and they're looking at you and you like, bitch, I'm in the movie. (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. So I joined the Federation. You're, you're talking, we're we're here. We're on the mission together. Oh, okay. Next thing you know, now you on the ship with the giant helmet on going to bug land. How Mm. did you get here? Look, I don't know. 
I do like the fourth wall breaking because again, I like that setup and I like the concept. I think it's interesting. I don't see a lot of movies do that. Um, that's why I'm like the satire, the satire really hits because the way it's played like a long ass propaganda commercial, but it's so wild. They spent a hundred million on this first one and they only made like 54 something or 50 something thousand, 50 something million back. So that it was a big ass flop. Now, I can see why people didn't want to see this or people didn't think it was funny because this kind of falls into that weird, like, it's not all the way funny, but not all the way scary, but not all the way anything. And then some of the writing is not brilliant. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not brilliant. So I can see why people were like, yeah. mm, this movie, whoa. But then I feel like later on, people are like, yeah, Starship Troopers. I'm like, it's becoming a call. Yeah. Classic. I definitely think it was one of... Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, like, so I'm looking at ratings, and the first movie um, got a 7.3 out of 10 for IMDb, and then a 66% for Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Well. Um, I feel like this movie was at least a 7.5. Um, Am I wrong? It could like be the nostalgia for me. Yes, it might be the nostalgia for you. Just it like, might be. I love The Lost Boys. And the way I enjoyed Poltergeist, it was nostalgic. Oh, God, please. Cry, little sister. That song, I, in my mind, my mind responded to you, thou shall not kill. I want you to know. (laughs) I'm fucking tired, man. Like, (laughs) you, y'all, I'm under attack. Jazzy texting the lyrics to me. And I just feel like I look down and I got spandex boots on. I got like a dangly earring. And nigga, I'm gliding away at work. And I'm supposed to be right. working. But now I got stunning shades on, so I won't melt this at work. Like, this don't make no sense. I don't know where. I will text cat all caps, thou shall not kill. And then it's a bathtub and garlic emoji. Thou shall not kill. I'm sorry, y'all. Same for I'm help. not sorry. I love Lost Boys. But you also love Starship Troopers. And I can see... The value in it, and I can definitely, I can see it. I can see what's good about it. And I will watch it again. Not going to hold you. I will recommend it. And I will watch the third one again. I can't wait till we talk about the third one, because there is so much comedy that might not be quite intentional, but there's so much things that I just found so funny about the third one. But the what things one did time. you... Okay, okay. I'm glad you liked that. I was say, what things did you not like, did not like about the first one? Was there anything particular, like, with the characters, with, like, with their development and how they were interacting, or... Definitely interactions, you know, very, there's some things that are a bit, quite a bit sexist. Um, I do like that oh, throughout yeah. the films, when we talk about women and men together, always showering together, sleeping together. You know, when there's even a scene in the third one where everybody's topless. Yeah. But you you know, you would think women wouldn't be topless, but no, they're, but they're not quite posed like sexy. They're not like shaking their titties. They're just standing straight and uh, looking ahead and filmed the same way the men are in certain scenes. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't really mind that. I'm like, okay, I thought that was a little cool. Kind of, I'm not a, against nudity. I'm just against y'all like literally zooming the camera into people's nipples and calling it like, oh, they was just getting out the shower. That's yeah. not, that's not, <laughs> that's not what you were doing. You were zooming into their nipples, please. Like just, if there's going to be nudity, let it just be like a part of what everyone, everyone is doing. Um, so I did appreciate that but I just feel like some of the interactions were a little mm, it's a little cheese in these movies very camp they're over the top but I still enjoy them Um, the CG is actually not that bad in that first movie at all especially for 1997 yep yo yo cause it gets worse it definitely gets bad as you go through later movies but they had a big budget like some of the CG it shows but it's 97 but it looks 
the bugs, everything looks pretty good for the year it came out, bruh. Yeah. Yeah. What I really liked about this movie before I go into things I'm like, man, the only things that made me go like make that weird sound is more so like the 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 interactions the characters had with one another. Yeah. Um, outside of the sexism, not necessarily the story and how it progressed. Um, huge fan of how, like, especially during the battle scenes, like, or when all the ships are flying around, like, if you're like a Star Trek kind of person, I used to watch Star Trek and syndication after school. So I wasn't like a huge fan, but it was just something that was like, I was into, it was a part of my daily routine. Mm -hmm. Um, so just watching this shit on UPN or one of the, like, you know, the random channels. And so me watching a, a, a space scene with a bunch of ships just floating around and some shit, I'm like, wow. This is crazy. This is my kind of bag. Um, like I said, the only things I didn't really like about this movie was just how the characters interacted with each other, the sexism, you know, just and some the of the lack writing. of the writing was shaky in some points. Um, and also the lack of representation. Um, everything was very whitewashed. You barely saw uh people of color, especially for this to be a place where I know that more than just white people live at. So I'm you're, I'm you're I wanna Mm-hmm. The Lily in Buenos Aires, like you're surrounded by all these countries where there's all these brown people, and you mean to tell me ain't none of these brown people ain't no, you know what? Yeah, I, mm-mm, mm-mm. but it's I want to also- time. Yes, I agree. No, no, no. Um, I want to also say that the bugs, the big giant beetle-like bugs that shoot the lights out of its butt, it very much looks like evil, uh, evil creep, like evil bugs life. Like remember the movie A Bugs Life. Like, think all the cutie pie bugs from in a bug's life. Just make them, like, menacing. That's what the bugs look like, besides the one with the pincer mouse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That staple remover situation we're talking about is definitely, yeah, they like staple removers. Um, oh, oh, my, my God. God. They do like staple it's, removers. And they, and they every, hurt. And ugh. they, they were slicing them people in half, just like a staple remover. And all, like, the mantis arms. Like, they had all these arms where they were just sharp and they could just stab oh. your ass up. And they have Guess so many Guess what I drew in my notes? You drew a buck and bug, didn't you? I did. Cat draws doodles in her notes all the time. And sometimes, I remember one time we were watching Grudge and she drew that girl who was in the well. Or she just drew the motherfucker. You just see an eye of hair. What is happening? Because I be needing to remember some iconic scenes. So for me, like just putting the pictures in my notes and because I be passing the time while I be writing stuff, you know, it might be other things going on in my brain, but it's all good though. I like pretty pictures. We do like pretty pictures. Um, but yeah, Star Trek 2 is a good time. Pretty much they go, they take the fight to the bug, they beat the bug's ass, a lot of people die, and a lot of like a lot of limbs, a lot of motherfuckers. You see a lot of people with electronic limbs and shit doing stuff. Yeah, because um, they getting fucked up mm-hmm. while at war. And while at war, you think Rico dead, but he he did. Um, he's actually um joined the roughnecks with his old um they was like oh you're lieutenant of such and such, such an asshole and they was like oh this is our training captain back in the backpack surprise he was like all oh, the new guys out here and he's looking at them like i know y'all not new ugh, ugh. i will also like to point out um that there's a random arena football scene uh because he plays arena football before he joins full time for the military um, he being Johnny Rico. Yeah, Kabilatari. Um, but yeah, I want to harp on the CGI for 1999-7. Chef's Kiss. <sighs> That's really just it. Um, and the SFX, the practical effects. God damn, it's goopy. 
It's bloody. The bugs had me shook. And what a way to start off this franchise. Um, I might check out the book. I don't know. Okay. Well, the first movie pretty much ends and they win quotation marks because they're not dead. The main characters, at least, although quite a few of the characters you met in the beginning do die. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people fucking die. Um, but they get to the point where, oh, Rico and them are superior kind of soldiers. They're role models. And they're still like, Uncle Sam needs you. And we catch the brain. So we're learning about the bug some more because we have the brain bug in here. And we're learning that it was scared and shit like that. And now we move on to movie two, which I want you to guess the budget for movie two. $800,000. Not eight hundred. Was that too 000. low? That's far too low. But it's $7 million, But in comparison okay, to Okay, because I was about million. to go too high. Because I was about to go $20 million. No, it was $7 million, Wow. But the first movie I was, was all over the place. $100 million. So it's first of all, for it to flop, I can't believe it got a second movie anyway. And they still spent some millions on it. Sony was pushing it, and it was a big-ass flop. But they made that second movie um, anyway. And it was it looked like $7 million or less. It looked When you say 800000 it looked like... The graphics were crazy. The graphics, like, but also, it doesn't turn me away. Because, you know, this is my kind of shit. If this would have came on some out of sci-fi channel, because it probably has. If it's very much gives B-list budget film, but also go ahead, girl, I'm into it. Like, I too am shocked that it got another uh another film after, you know, how it did in the in the in the box office. But you know, maybe somebody saw the vision. I don't know. They clearly saw the vision. They was like, fuck it, we just gonna make another movie anyway. Bang, we ain't in this bitch. And I mean, fuck it, we here. Fuck it, we're live. We watch the Fuck second it, we movie. ball. Fuck it, we ball. We in the second movie, and none of the same characters from the last movie are the people we're following, for real. Um, yeah, because I don't even think you follow Rico in this movie. Nope, you just- No, we don't. We got people. a whole new set. Yep, a whole new set of people. And there's like a whole new situation going on with these bugs, too, which I really like. Now- this movie is not nearly as good. It's a shorter movie, but there's not as much to it. However, this one is very different, whereas they've been at war with the bugs, and at this time, they have pulled up on the bug spot, and they on their planet, and they fighting them, and there's storms and stuff, and they're trying to get you know, to a tower or whatever, and they're trying to get here and get off the planet or whatever, but you have the bugs at this point, they're not just pincing people and biting them and shit. They're now putting their, their pincers inside people's heads and shit and absorbing their intelligence and becoming Less smart. Go. And then guess what? The bugs also are pulling some parasitic shit because they're living inside. Like you see, there's levels to this bug shit. One bug was living inside of a decaying human's body. That was just cooling up and got a goddamn locker at one point. Pulled the shit out and just start rolling all over everybody. Ooh, that scene had me crawling. Like, ooh, my skin was crawling. Um, and the bugs were just going inside people's bodies, like very much like the bugs from the mummy and the scarabs that were going to people's bodies. Like they was turning up. 
it's definitely giving scarabs the way they were squiddling around. It also reminded me of Prince of Darkness where you vomit something or put something in someone's mouth. A lot of possession parasitic stuff happens mouth-wise. Like you put yeah. something in somebody's mouth and now they're, the bug is in them and doing Ugh. whatever. Um, but now it's reminiscent of the thing a little bit because you have a smaller yeah. cast, much smaller, and you have these people who are on a planet area and they're trying to get off the ship or trying to survive in this area and they're being picked off because one, bugs are coming to beat their ass, but little by little they meet some people and these people are not Gucci. You think they're Gucci. Yep. They, look, they look just like people. They're walking around, but little do they know these people are infected with bugs inside of them and they're passing the bugs on to all the crewmates. Mm-hmm. So now it's becoming an Among Us style situation where who is an imposter? Yeah, and that excites me. That's why I was really like, I was here for the storyline, but just how it was portrayed, I was just like, okay, well, this is a movie. And that's all right. I'm going to just ride on through. Um, And that's literally how I feel about this film. I feel like for me, the highlights, and and you just did a great job, by the way, telling the whole story. Shout out to you, girl. Um, But the highlights um, for me, like I said, very much was when the bugs were on that parasitic shit. And it was really trying, you know, because also, y'all, we still have the same thing that's going on. It's still the propaganda reel is going. They're still very much doing the same transitions with the cameras. I love that. All the things I like from movie one are passing on to movie two. Um, I also want to let you know, by the way, that movie two was scored a 3.5 out of 10 on IMDb and a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Goddamn, like, that's wild low. Like, this movie was at least okay. a five. Like, it wasn't that horrible. It could have been a way better like visually, especially with the graphics, the graphics, this movie came out in 2004 and it was very much given Windows 95 sometimes with the graphics. It was like, you know, a high-end floppy disk that was working in the computer. Yep. Yep. You heard what I said. A high-end floppy disk. Get the fuck out of my face, Kathleen. Um, Listen, you know what I'm talking about too. Nice colors too. I wrote on Marco on the label. Get the fuck out of my face. Um, I do understand what you're saying, I understand that 33 seems like a low score, but honestly, truly, I agree with the 33%, 30, 33%. Oh, hey, I, mm. Now, would I rewatch the movie? Maybe. Because there are plenty of movies that I would score 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I would still go back and willingly watch the movie. That doesn't mean I hate it. But out of the three, this one is the weaker one, and I would watch oh, yeah, the absolutely. third one over this one. Anyway, because it's just the premise, the characters are not as endearing. Um, and you got these people like, I'm a renegade. I'm about to get murdered. We about to reinstate you so you can fight. It's always somebody who's like, I was arrested by the Federation. But instead of y'all just killing me, y'all going to use me. And I'm going to become a, re- a hero again. Redemption arc. It's annoying. Yeah. And honestly, I felt like we were trying to follow too many people in this story. I'm not even going to hold you. I think because the characters were like high key forgettable for me. And some of these people were familiar faces, especially like Billy Brown, who plays, uh, I guess, Private Otis Brick. Um, mm-hmm. He ends up dying anyways. I knew he would because black. Uh, but, and, you know, that was a sentence. But also, I mean, yep, I knew he would. Um, and he does. He gets infected by the bugs. The bugs are like, you know, he gets trapped. He's like, um, like Jazz said, it's like an Among Us type thing. And the person that is, you know, the ringleader behind the whole shaboo, uh, they have him and another crewmate entrapped in a room as they put the parasitic bugs in there and was like, go to work, bae. Um, But 
I just felt like the characters were forgettable. Um, although I did enjoy the story. And I'm going to sit in my five. I'm going to sit in my five. Because I, I don't feel like... It, I think for me, it was just the storyline. I felt like it could have been had so much potential. And that's why I'm going to sit in that five. Also, five feels good. So, wow. Sat out. Watch out now. I'm looking at something saying that this is like a prequel or something about what happened. A prequel? Yeah, but I don't think it's a prequel. It doesn't fit as a prequel anyway, but I could be misreading because the bugs seem to be advancing in the way that yeah. they're thinking. So I don't think it's a prequel. It's just a sequel. I'm calling it a sequel. Fuck all yeah, it, girl, boo, whoever the hell said that, now you playing games. This is a filler episode. It is a filler episode of a fun anime. That's what it is. Yes, it's a filler episode. But I like and I'll take episodes. it for what it is. Yep, that's what I'm like. I'm taking it for what it is because then we get boom into the third movie. Now this one, the second one is called Starship Troopers 2 what is it? Heard of the Federation? Hero of the Federation. Excuse me. Hero girl. My handwriting girl. How did the O turn into the D? Tell me. Don't ask me because you know my handwriting is Shay Key. Ugh. But Starship Troopers 3 came out in 2008. Starship Troopers 3 Marauder. Um, This is an hour and 45 minutes. This film got rated 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb and a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's the thing, girl. It's definitely a six, six point five. I give it a six. I definitely gave it a six. Here we go. Here I had we a go. good time. First of all, the first thing I want to say about Starship Troopers Three is, bitch, a wild Boris Kojo pulls up again, just boom, like in motherfucking boom, Red, boom, you know, in Resident boom. Evil. Just like in one of them Resident Evil movies, bitch. And I remember that I was supposed to get an army of Alice's and they gave me fucking Boris Kojo and I was pissed. I was like, no, 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 no. That is not what I signed up for, okay? And he showed up here and I knew what kind of motherfucker he was as soon as he got off the plane, bitch. Because he came off with the motherfucker. It gave Nazi overcoat. It gave, oh, it did. It definitely gave like, oh, the Federation is actually on some other shit, like some Nazi shit, like y'all on some dictator shit. The shit he had on, I knew he won't bout it when he got off that fucking coat with the thick. I was like, mm, this is giving, mm-mm. This is Even giving the flags in the background. Bitch. No, no, thank you. I was not a fan. Yeah, all that shit was way too much and it advanced. Like, at first, yeah, join, join the Federation. The second time, yeah, join the Federation, but there's people who are going to be executed. There's people who go against the Federation. There's traitors, betrayal, that kind of thing. And now it moves on to donate, give us money. Oh, if you say, watch your mouth. You know, we watch your mouth when you're around us, bitch. If you're talking about us, you can get hung for that shit. It really gives um, 1984, George Orwell situation, mm-hmm. Orwell thing, mm-hmm. whatever. It gives that because, oh, as soon as you start talking, it's going to move on to the now that you're thinking the wrong thing because they get into that bug and they really get the... um the technology or whatever to mimic the bug and start seeing what people are thinking. Cause they're already, you say too much, bitch, I'll kill you. Yeah. Like this shit is wild. Like bitch, I'll beat your ass. I'll murder you. Then you got people pretending to be brave, putting blood on them, not even injured. Like, Oh, I'm a fighter. No, you are not. Um, this is wild as fuck. Ugly. I was like, they so, mm. like I said, there's a lot of little storylines that are interesting. And that's why I'm like the satire of it all. I'm like, this would happen. This would this could happen. It would oh, happen yeah, in a cartoon way happen. like this, but this would happen. I mean, look around you right now. Girl. Right. That's all I'm going to say. Um, 
I already said movie two was the filler episode because Johnny Rico is back in this one. I am always going to exclamation point for Boris Boris Kojo. So when Jazz brings him up and she's just rolling her eyes and I'm like, let's motherfucking go because it's about to be wild. I know they was going to have him on some bullshit. I always expect him to be the bullshit character and let's prove it otherwise. Um, (laughs) If it's not in a love, a love like, or a lover, a love interest standpoint, Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. And even if he has that, like he had it in this particular movie, he still was like, yeah, I'm still... I did not like them that, that he made him a die for this shit ass nigga when it came to the Federation. I was Bruh. just like, please. How you a Nazi fed? Like, it gave him Nazi fed, like, Nazi fed. Like, he's definitely on here. He came, and he's throwing his weight around, like, whatever the Federation does. And I understand because a lot of you see them in the first movie where they raise these children up to be people who are you know, the Federation is protecting us. Everything for the Federation. Literally one band, one sound, bitch. We are in here like that. We are mm-hmm. tight, clicked up. We're skin tight, bitch. So it's like, okay, I understand. I understand how he could think that way, but it's still smelly that he thinks that way in this movie. Yeah. Like, and the farmers are in there like, fuck you, bitch. You, you fuck the Federation. You know, making fart noises. Why are they making fart noises? When he comes in there. Childish. But... They get into a whole ass fight, and he's like, "Arrest these niggas!" After he got his ass beat, so they show you Boris Kojo ass can't even fight, bro. I was like, "Bro, they knocked his glasses off, bro." It was embarrassing. It's not the first time his glasses get knocked (laughs) off. Even they get knocked off again by a bug, bitch. He be getting his ass. He had the rectangular glasses too. Yeah, the small ones. He was was doing a lot. I yeah, I this movie pretty much centers now that we have the bugs with the new technology. They can think see what you're thinking. They can um, you know, now they got as we call them bouncing betties. The bugs have their own fucking grenades. They started making grenades and shit. They got uh, weapons, uh, they uh. beat your ass. I'm like, this is the roly polies. Yes, that's wild as fuck. How you got explosive? I mean, explosive offspring and shit. You you dumping out like this sounds like a video game video game character shit. Like you fighting a big boss and the big boss turn around instead of fighting you and start squirting out little up. Uh, it reminds me. All this reminds me of is Brotherhood of Steel Fallout Four. These motherfuckers yeah. is the Brotherhood, and that's to explains why it's so white because they start going worldly. All these countries, planets, and somehow. It, I don't understand how you expand to other planets and everyone is white. The world itself right now is not more white. It's not more white. There are more like people of color than anything. So if we're expanding worldwide for military usage, I expect, I would expect in my brain to see far more, you know, people of color. Because why do we have so many white people when we're on different planets fighting a war, a global war, not just a America? Or maybe it's just an American movie, and that's what it is. I don't know, girl. It through the eyes of an American, or you know, because I think they're through the eyes of other people as the story progressed. But America, kudos, guy, yeah. or somebody in some sort of um, the words are gonna come to me. Someone just yelled at me, but it'll be back. Yeah. Um, things that I liked about well, no, before I go into things that I liked about Star Trek Troopers Three, there was also a heavy um portion on religion that was kind of played upon um and used as a new manipulation tool and also like things that you can see that aren't really there um like they have what's his name 
Yeah, Sky Marshall, uh, Omar Anouk, who was like singing that song that was really like the daffodil shit ass person when it came. Um, it's a good day to die song. I don't know the title, but it was just like, and they played it for you during the credits too. Mm. Um, but it was very much like, you know what? You're singing the song because you, it was like an anthem. Like, I love the Federation and, you know, I know that I'm going to die. And this is just the thing that we're doing. I'm like, wow, y'all really like got the wheel spinning to this level. Like it's a level 35. Yeah, okay, friend. Too much, way too much. Garbage. Right, they truly are. Um, but then what? We'll take it to the next level is Captain the Sky Marshal. He and everybody else that were on the mission with him goes missing. The Federation people are still using his image to push their story forward. And then what they really figure out is this man is like he is really on some next level shit. He has been communicating with the bugs. The bugs very much like I know this is a cosmic story, but they really are like omnipotent cosmic creatures that are using corpses to speak um, English or communicate with humans. And I'm like, oh, this is scary. Also, this man is so enthralled by this. Like he is like, this is what God is. This is the creatures that created the universe. And I'm like, bro, what have you seen? Like what's going on? And I also wonder if because the bug has been absorbing so many minds and so Christianity is so rampant, they're probably like, oh, all I have to do is say I'm God and make a few things happen and they're going to believe me. And then yep. that's it. And then they're going to follow me because to them, I am God. And that is like to a child, mom is God. But, you know, not like they're actually God. But, you know, if I, all I have to do is feed them lies, if that's God or not. It's I mean, clearly it's a CGI bug. So, no, it's not. But the cat she's showing me the doodle in her doodle in her book. And I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, they're like, oh, they're a god. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to follow you and doom the people. And he thinking he about to get peace. And no, he's like, I want you to become one with me. Meaning I'm going to kill you, take your intelligence and kill the rest of the humans because y'all need to be pacified. Y'all doing way too fucking much. And to be honest, if you look around, you can't argue. I was just like literally applauding in my mind because that is so scary. And the fact that that man was just like, this is literally, I've accepted it. This is what I was created for. Like I am here to do your bidding. And so he is like so at peace and actually so excited to become one with this being. Bitch, I was shook. <laughs> I said, oh, no, 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 no. No, ho. No. No, thank no. you, dog. I was like, wow, that's crazy. You're about to just go step into the bad side. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, ooh. I just, but I. I, all I kept saying thing was, damn, that's crazy. That is fucking crazy. Um, what's also really crazy, like Jazz had talked about briefly earlier, is at this point in the story, if you have anything negative to say about the Federation, like, they are really getting you up out of here. They're not even yeah. wasting time with locking you up. You are trick. immediately sentenced to death. 
But that's also wild because now it's more like, well, I think in 1984, they can say somebody died or somebody didn't die. They can make it up, right? The propaganda. Because as things were happening, they were showing the public via commercial something different happening. Although you saw in the story, oh, this person happened. They were like, like when the air marshal's missing, they're like, oh, we're going to pretend to be the air marshal. He's not missing. Or we're going to, um, oh, these people are missing in action. Meanwhile, they have you captured or some shit. Or they know where the fuck you at. They got you cuffed the fuck up. Or when they was trying to kill Rico because he um, stood up against some shit. He was fighting for his rights. Um, they went to hang him and he pulled his ass out. They just cut the rope, dropped him down. He said, bitch, if you say anything about this, you're going to be on the noose next, motherfucker. And then they had to shut the fuck up and be like, wow, mm. that's crazy. It's like if the higher up you are, the more you get to away with, the more you get to do. You get to say, oh, wow, this person's not dying anymore and everyone else thinks he's dead. And I'm like, no, they don't think he They just saw him fall into the thing. He did not die, actually. Um, but also, you ain't seen that's that. what they would do. It did not happen. They would do a nineteen eighty four. You would see something happen. They would literally reprint their newspaper, change the pit, change the bitch. Like it just you you saw nothing. What did you see? Like debulled your whole memory. Did not read. Did not read at all. Um, what are some things that you liked or and or did not like about this film? I love the satire, the way the people move, the way the villains move, because I'm like, this gives very realism. This gives, I'm like, wow, am I, and how much reality is this? Um, The CG is a little terrible, but they had some, because some parts ain't even need this juicy. Like, why you got CG tanks? Like, why you got, why you got CG, like, why you CG and smoke and seam? Like, we don't have to do that. I'm screaming. What was the budget, bro? Because that's wild. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What was the budget for Starship Troopers 3? They had 20 million. I mean, they had more. They had more money than the other film. It looked better than the other So you couldn't just use a real cigarette? It did look better, though. It did look better. You couldn't just use a real cigarette? Yeah, they weren't trying to smoke cigarettes on the scene and blow smoke out. Because I was like, smoke, I would think you could get a smoke machine and do the smoke. Like, it, budget, I guess. I don't really know. I'm not a movie maker, man. I just know that smoke is usually not that very expensive to produce. And there's mm. various ways of producing smoke. So I just don't understand why we had to CG it in because that probably cost us a bit more money to me, maybe possibly. Or you didn't have to show us that at all. Just make the sounds, shit falling. We know shit is blowing the fuck up. You don't have to show us tanks. Like you don't there's a lot of unnecessary shots in the third one, but I still like the premise of I'm doing this. We go sneak around. The government is doing whatever. Whoopsie daisy. Killing people, not killing people. The Marauder secret mission. Black Ops. It's like giving the Black Ops. Agree, 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 agree. Exclamation point, exclamation point. Um, God damn. Uh, so here's the next thing, right? Because I know we have not seen movie four and five. And I'm going to put that in a pig because I'm definitely going to follow back up and chat about that because... I has interest. I'm definitely interested. Um, I know that they are animated. They also, for those at home who have or are still listening, hello, hi, thanks. Um, if you have not seen, first of all, if you didn't know, like once again, that there were sequels to the first one and you're interested, they're all available on Tubi for free, like we said, including movie four and five. Um, I feel like there's some other literature or pairing information that goes along with this. Um, so I'm going to definitely pull up on that. Um, but yeah, Jazz, how do you feel? Did you get a chance to watch movie four and five? Yeah. You know, um, I have not seen four and five. This is my first time seeing one, two and three. Uh, Mm. I'm just here. 
Well, it's a party and I'm excited. I'm excited for us to cover four and five. I'm excited for us to dive into it. Um, how do you feel about the franchise as a whole? Like, I know that we said that we're like, girl, we would watch it again, but do you feel like this is something that people should just watch for shits and gigs? How do you feel? Absolutely. Everyone needs to watch this right now, today. Well, and there you have it. Cause I feel the same way. Um, I think there's something that fun you can put on the background, especially cause like we said, it's for free. Like you're not, the only thing you're using or wasting is your time. So if you want to dedicate some time to this, go ahead and check these movies out. Um, and let us know your thoughts. You know, you can send us a professional email at grltspod at gmail.com. Um, you can also pull up on us on all the social media handle machines that we can handle at this time. Um, uh, and that's usually just Instagram and Twitter at girl that's scary. Um, we have a website, www.girlthatscary.com. Um, if you go there, it gives you a link to all those fun things that we mentioned. Um, we have some merch coming soon. So ooh, I'll get into that. Real excites. Um, and then also pull up on our Patreon if you're really trying to get into some exclusive content. Um, because girl, you didn't inhaled all the episodes. Oh, hi. Hello. Um, and now you're trying to like boom, boom, get into that extra shit. And if you know, if you just want to be curious and not necessarily want to pay things or, you know, whatever you got going on, just pull up on our Patreon at um, www.patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. Um, there's free stuff. There's stuff behind a paywall. Um, just get into it. And thank you for listening. Thank you for five stars, five star chicks. Thank yeah. you for those who didn't even give us five stars. We appreciate your feedback anyways. Yes. Um, shout out to being a human. Yes. Until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.